Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Kingdom Success listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 258. 258. I'm in my truck. Just got done getting a great workout in, and I'm going to go pick up uh, dinner for my family. It is family movie night. Yes, family movie night, and excited to be able to spend some time with my family tonight and watch a great movie and uh, excited about that. But at any rate, I wanted to talk to you guys. Uh, you know, I started a series uh, last week about manifesting the kingdom. And the first topic that I talked about was working the system. So underneath uh, the subtopic of the larger topic was obviously man uh, working the system underneath manifesting uh, the kingdom. And, you know, one thing, why do I say that I want us to manifest the kingdom? Well, because Jesus actually <laughs> says that he wants us to manifest the kingdom. The prayer of all prayers that Jesus actually puts out there for us comes from Matthew 6, verse 10. And a lot of you guys know this prayer. You know, our Father, I mean, I've heard even whenever I was even as a young um, high schooler, which has been 20 plus years ago, we would sit there after every single practice and before every single football game, we would get together at the end and recite the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread as we forgive those who trespass against us, blah, 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 blah. You know what? You get, you know, you know that. Well, here's the thing. Until you start to walk in the revelation of God's word, you are never going to move past your sense knowledge. And you're never really going to walk within a greater sense of the kingdom. And so this whole entire thing, what, I'm, what I want to talk to you guys about in the manifesting the kingdom is revelation knowledge. Revelation knowledge. And what is revelation knowledge? Well, there's a lot of different, def, different definitions of it out there. Um, I, I'm going to give you my simple take. I might give you guys a couple of uh, other examples of revelation knowledge. But revelation knowledge in its simplistic form, me, is when the knowledge that you know in your head goes from your head to your heart. All right, it goes from your head into your heart when it actually becomes real to you. When it alters your mindset, 
or you could look at it from this perspective because your heart being your spirit man all of a sudden illuminates information inside of you that you might have known or you might have thought about but it never really became real to you a great example of this in the word is what happened whenever Jesus asked his disciples hey hey guys what do you sit there and what do people say that I am or say who I am and if you know that uh, passage of scripture one of the things that it says in there, it says that Jesus says, you know, hey, I, I know that, you know, hey, you know, you're Elijah or you're, um, you know, Jesus, re, uh, you're, you're actually Moses. I can't remember all the ones they say, Elisha, they say, you know, some prophet of old. And then Jesus turns and says, who do you say I am? Now, that was a very interesting question. The reason why it's an interesting question is because these disciples were spouting off what they had heard. But these disciples had had intimate, that's a key word, intimate knowledge, intimate knowing, intimate relationship with Jesus, the word made, the word made flesh, intimate knowledge of this, uh, of Jesus. And Peter pipes up and says, you're the Messiah. You're the anointed one. And Jesus quickly says to Peter, says, that is true, Simon Bar of Barjona. I am the anointed one. And man did not reveal this to you. But guess what? The Lord revealed that to you. So revelation knowledge is something that the Lord reveals to you. All right. It reveals to you the truth that will set you free is going to be revealed to you by revelation knowledge. It's going to set you free on a lot of levels, guys. Uh, again, I'll give you another for instance. The Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul was, after he had gotten, um, he, he got basically saved on the Damascus road and he was blind and he went to a home in Damascus and Ananias came to him prompted by the Holy Spirit to go to Ananias. This is all based, you know, what the Holy Spirit was, or either an angel came to Ananias and told him or instructed him. Either way, the spirit or, or, or a, uh, an angel came to Ananias. Anyway, went to Paul laying hands on Paul, and the scales, literally it says the physical scales fell from his eyes, and he was miraculously healed, and he basically became, you know, full-on, born-again, spirit-filled Christian at that moment. And in one of the epistles, Paul cites, I, I think it might be one of the Corinthians, it says that Paul, not conferring with flesh and blood, but by the Spirit, went out into the desert for three years and learned or became got revelation of the gospel of grace, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the, the anointed one and his anointing living on the inside of us. This was huge. 
And it did not come from head knowledge. It did not come from Paul sitting there studying, you know, under, you know, the different men and women. I think one of them was Galileo or I don't know who it was that was uh, teaching Paul or, you know, that was instructing Paul in the Torah at the time. But Paul from the Lord got revelation of this gift of grace, the gospel of grace from the Lord. Now, how did that happen? That all happened because Paul began to meditate on the word. He began to look to the word. He put the word before his eyes and began to allow the word to illuminate his thought process. Now, you might say, Tyler, why are you saying that? How in the world is this, you know, work within, you know, manifesting the kingdom? It has everything to do with manifesting the kingdom. So going back to thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, that whole entire prayer, here I was. I'd been a Christian, you know, since age nine, and I was at, you know, that point in my life, I was, you know, 16 you know, 14, 15, 16, you know, I, I think it, by the time I was 17, I had actually quit football. But anyway, every day I would come, you know, we'd come and recite that prayer, but I never, 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 I never got an illumination or a revelation of that scripture, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And it didn't happen until I was sitting there, you know, listening to an anointed man of God several, several years, probably when I was in my mid-twenties, that all of a sudden, you know, he said, he just basically pointed out, he said, look, the kingdom is real, and God actually wants us to manifest his kingdom. Everything that's in heaven, he wants to see show up here on earth, and he, Jesus actually says that we should pray that that actually happens. And all of a sudden, this manifestation <laughs> of me kind of happened where I'm like, what in the world? I'm, I'm to actually manifest the kingdom and <laughs> I, and it's supposed to show up. I mean, we're supposed to bring heaven to earth. I mean, it was like a light bulb went on. But why, again, why am I saying this? Why, what has this to, to do with being such an importance of, of, of who we are, of manifesting the kingdom. Because in Scripture, I, I'm not going to, I don't have time to look it up. I'm, I'm driving right now, so just, just bear with me. I think it might be in Joel or, uh, some, or one, of the, one of those, Joel or something like that. It says, for my people perish for lack of knowledge. So, for you, as a kingdom citizen, as a kingdom success listener, Tyler McCart wants you to manifest the kingdom. And you've got to understand that God is not holding back anything from you or me. He's not holding back anything. He's made everything available. And it is your job to seek the kingdom and his righteousness, and guess what? Man, 
revelation of his kingdom is going to happen. You're going to get an enlightenment that will change you from the inside out. I'll just give you another example in my own life. I, I, I apologize. I'm giving you examples in my life, but you know what? They're real to me, and so be it. I never will forget um, this did not come. And by the way, it's raining outside, so I might be uh, needing to go inside real quick to where I'm at. So give me one second, guys. All right, so I'm actually in the pizza, pizza shop that I'm going to pick up the pizza, so you might hear some banging around in the background. Anyway, I just want to talk about this. So as, as these, as, as, as I'm sitting there as a, I think I was, might have been 17, um, there was a lot of pressure that was being put on me to want to go to college. And there was a need in my life of, my friends were going to college. Uh, you know, people were sitting there being very, uh, getting college acceptance letters. Uh, they were, you know, talking about where they're going to college. And my mom and dad were like, hey, you know, <laughs> I mean, I was the firstborn, so I was, I was their guinea pig, and they had no idea. Neither one of them had actually uh, really had gone to college at all. And so they had no idea how, what, what it took to go to college. And here I was, I had not applied to any place uh, as far as college yet. And with that said, Tyler, uh, the young person that I was, I just, all I knew is I just, I needed to trust the Lord. That was about the extent of where my belief system was at. I knew I needed to trust the Lord. And that, that, that's where my faith was at. That was where my knowledge level was at. I just knew I needed to trust the Lord. And I felt the Lord directing my spirit to not apply to any college. This, I was a senior in high school. And so that was a big deal, not applying to any college because I wanted God, and that's just how I felt. I wanted God to actually do the work. I, you know, he had called me away from, from school. I mean, from, from football. And I, I had already put my request out there that I wanted a track and field scholarship to a division one school, to an out of state school. And I wanted a scholarship and I wanted a track and field. And you know what? I'd felt led to this. And you know what? I was going to put God to the test. Now I don't recommend that to anybody. And again, I was going on my naive, very uh, naive faith of just bulldogish trusting God. You know, I, I hadn't exactly, probably I hadn't exactly heard from the Lord on how that was, this was going to happen. But I knew that my, the leading in my heart at that moment was where I was being drawn towards. And so I remember the night that I actually was sitting there crying in my room. This was in, in somewhere in December, maybe. And I had like all these college applications in front of me. There was about three or four and I just remember sitting there saying, okay, all I need to do is just, it would just make me feel better. It would probably make my parents feel better just to fill out one of these college, you know, applications and send it off. And here I was, you know, I hadn't gotten a phone call from any kind of 
track and field place. I hadn't gotten any phone call from anything. So I just simply said, you know what? And with tears in my eyes, I said, you know what, God, you're going to have to do this. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to trust you. And I took all those applications and threw them away. Now, granted, every single one of those places did not. I don't believe they had a track and field. They might have had. I don't believe they did have a strong you know, track and field program at all. These are just colleges that had you know, sent information to me. And they were small colleges, too. Not a Division One school. So, again, here I was. I was putting my back against the wall, trusting God. And I needed some revelation. I needed some, I needed I needed something from the Lord. So that was in December, and I just kept kept all I could do is I was just reading the Word. I was studying the Word. I was I was having my quiet time the best I could. And lo and behold, lo and behold, I was. It was one night. This is probably late. I think it was late January, maybe early early February. I was sitting there reading uh, in Matthew six. And I got to the place where it talks about don't worry about anything. And as soon as I got that revelation, as soon as I read that, for some odd reason, guys, and this is just how it happened with me. When I heard that, man, all of a sudden, and by the way, it's raining again. All of a sudden, it just, it was like, it was inside my heart. It just like exploded. I mean, like all of a sudden the light came on where that I had all this confidence that, you know what? I didn't have to worry about this at all. I didn't have to be concerned about my situation anymore. I had God almighty on my side that was going to see me through this and that was going to make, make this happen. I remember when I read that and I, and I, uh, read it again in Matthew six, uh, verse, I think it might be verse 29 or 30. I remember I jumped up at it. I mean, it, was, it had been like 1030, you know, 1045 at night. I jumped up out of my desk chair and I ran down the hall to my parents' room, busted open the door because <laughs> I was so excited. And I told my mom and dad, my mom and dad were all, you know, already asleep. And they both, you know, sat up in their bed, you know, kind of startled that, you know, here their 17, 16, 17 year old son is busting in, you know, their room. And all I remember saying is, Mom, Dad, I don't have to worry about this anymore. God, God's got this. I don't have to worry about college. I, I don't have to worry about it at all. And my mom and dad are like, okay, yeah, that's right. Okay. Why don't you go on back to bed, sweetie? All right. <laughs> and so I went back to my room just all jacked and pumped. But, and I even remember going to my track and field coach the next, the next day to his, his, uh, his house. And telling Coach Mud, sharing with him what I what I had learned, and he was like, "Yeah, it's Tyler's as simple as that. You don't have to worry about it." But it became revelation knowledge for me. It became real to me, guys. And you know, this is this is what you have to do in order to manifest the kingdom in your life. The word has to illuminate. It can't just be something you just read to read. It can't be something you just study just because you want to, you know, have have some understanding and education knowledge about it. No, 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 no. It has to be deeper than that. You have to desire 
And God's already placed that desire in your heart. You wouldn't be sitting there listening to me at this point in the, in the episode without hearing this. But all of a sudden, you have this desire, and that desire takes over, and all of a sudden, the lights come on. You know, you could have read a scripture a hundred times, and all of a sudden, the light comes on with that scripture. And the once that happens, guys, the more and more and more that you put your nose in the word and you start to get revelation about the word, guess what? Kingdom manifestation happens. I am living proof of that because, uh, what was it? Um, as soon as I got that revelation, I believe it was a month later towards the middle uh, of March, I get a phone call from Coastal Carolina University. Coach Jim Coster calls me up and says, Tyler, have you ever heard of Coastal Carolina University? I'm like, no, sir. He said, well, we've heard about you and we'd like for you to come take a visit and we'll pay for your visit out here to Coastal. And you know what? It was, I came out there for a visit in April. And then from there, I went on um, to finish up the track and field. And then by, I think it was May the 28th or something like that, actually, on today today i'm re recording this i think it's the 28th it might be the 29th anyway <clears throat> but here i am i am sitting here telling you guys that i signed my letter of intent and the scholarship and my first and only college application to Coastal Carolina University, there was a Division I school for track and field and an athletic scholarship. Boom. And it wasn't on me. I, I, I didn't do it. I, I wasn't smart enough. God gets the glory for that. I'm still talking about that from, you know, 20 plus years ago. And God is receiving glory because he's the one that did it. I didn't do it. I just... Again, work the system. I got revelation. I didn't have to worry about it. I didn't fret anymore because I got revelation of what the kingdom could do. And that, my friend, is exactly what you've got to do. You've got to get knowledge. You've got to get revelation knowledge, not just head knowledge, but revelation knowledge. When it comes inside of your spirit, your heart, and it illuminates everything about you. So, Gang, know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper, you walk in divine health, the spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys, and gang will catch you on the other side.